0: Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms, full of vibrancy and entirely unapologetic. I'm Kate Taylor, Life Design and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help you live a big, bold and beautiful life through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. Today on the show, gorgeous listeners, I have got a bit of a hero of mine. They always say it's a bit dangerous to meet with your heroes, but here he is, James Victoria. James is a renowned designer, a professional hellraiser. Hell yeah. He inspires people into bold creativity. No more than that. He is here to drag you off your couch, to throw you headfirst into that boldness with your big, crazy, revolutionary ideas. Some might say big, bold, and beautiful. He's part Darth Vader, part Yoda, and inspires brave rebels to illuminate their individual gifts in order to achieve personal greatness. I mean, he's definitely my kind of human. James, welcome onto the show. We're going to talk a lot today about Fecking perfection, which is your incredible book, i.e. how we're going to get rid of this Perfection out of our lives or even work with it. But can you give us a bit of a background into yourself, why you do what you do, and what your backstory is, James? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, Kate, thank you so
1: much for that introduction. I'm going to, I'm going to record. If you're recording this, I'm going to use that. That was really lovely. <laughs> you can have it anytime, my friend. <laughs> thank you. Uh, now, what was the question
0: after the fawning? <laughs> morning yeah you got it um it was really what's the backstory tell us a bit more about yourself and your. you've got an incredible like roll call of experience and what's brought your creativity into the world I wonder if you could share a bit more with our listeners about that Uh, you
1: know I, I I was really born to do this job you know um um I and I think it's I think it's somewhat I think part of what effect perfection is, is a documentation of, you know, my life, uh, my creative life is that I was born to do this. And I was, I was definitely, um, you know, one of the ideas in the book is the things that made you weird as a kid, make you great today. And I was definitely the, you know, the weird kid. Like I remember my very, very first memory is visual memory is I must've been four, maybe Uh, I could, I could look it up because we lived, we were in the military we moved around a lot. So we were in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, because I was like probably three or four, and I remember a visual of a pool of melted crayons, you know, on on a, on, a, uh, uh, on a on a cement uh, back porch, and I just and and my work still aspires to that, <laughs> that that aesthetic, that look, that 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 haphazard mélange of color, and um, you know, I mentioned this to my mom. Uh, like two years ago when I was working on the book and, and she said, Oh, I remember that. And I didn't have the balls to ask her how she remembered it or, or what her reaction was. Cause I think, <laughs> I think her reaction to that is also the kind of um, reaction that most creatives get early in their life where it's just a, you get smacked down you get like, you know, Oh, Whoa, damn. Who's going to clean that up? That kind of thing. Right, um, the thing that really shuts down the creativity in people early on—that kind of early creative trauma that we go through—and I remember it all through my all through schooling, all through my life. Just people trying to, you know, turn the volume down constantly, um, and somehow I somehow I you know I I I, I pushed through and I survived. Um, and I my job now is to kind of be Moses for those creatives who've had that experience. And cause I th- the first line in effect perfection says everyone is wildly creative. We just forgot, you know, we're born with that in us and we just forgot. Um, you, know, it, you know, I love do I, doing corporate workshops and going into a room of, you know, uh, of, of suits and women in clothes they shouldn't be wearing cause they look like men and going in and saying, you know, okay, who here can draw? And everybody goes, oh, so, 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 so. and I'm like, you're all fucking liars. You can draw. You just can't draw like Michelangelo and I can't either. So I'm going to now prove to you that you can draw, <laughs> you know? Um, um, so I've, I've got this funny story of, there's a, I got a client. He's in Dallas. His name is Bob. And um, he wants me to come and teach 250 of his people. He's in the entertainment industry. 250 of his people to, to, um, to be creative Right. And I, and he keeps, he he kept pushing me. He's like, what are you going to, you know, you know, James, what are you going to, what are you going to do? What are you going to teach our people? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And we hadn't signed a contract yet. We were still haggling about money. I said, Bob, I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't love me yet. You haven't, you haven't given me any money. Right. So I said, okay, here's what we're going to do, Bob. If I had the seven-year-old Bob in front of me, I'd say, Hey, Bob, we're going to write a book today. And you'd say, Oh, and can I can I draw the pictures? And I say, Yes, Bob, you can draw the pictures. And 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 I and and Bob, you can make the cover too. Oh, yeah, and we'll staple it together and we'll give it to all our friends. And I said, Yeah, we're gonna do all that, Bob. But now I'm talking to the 35-year-old Bob, the 40-year-old Bob, and I say, Hey Bob, we're gonna write a book today. And you're gonna say, I don't know how to write. I can't draw. Where are we gonna get this plot? How are we gonna do this? And all of that, Kate, all of that comes from the inner critic, comes from the ego, comes from this, this quiver of roadblocks that we carry around with us constantly, constantly throwing these in front of ourselves, these self-imposed limitations because we listen to all that childhood trauma or all that work trauma. Tra- trauma doesn't happen always in childhood. Some people just get a new job and go, oh, okay, I guess we're doing, I guess I have to be this person now. I guess I have to shut this part of me down. I can't be sexual. I can't be funny. I can't be macabre. I can't be. So you know, I mean, all of everything I was just talking about is kind of like a, a microcosm of of my career and my life and experiences and um, everything I try to put into uh, both fec perfection and this new this new uh, this new school that I'm working on.
0: Yeah, and so much of about that, isn't it? I mean, what I love about your book is it's really about unearthing the true authentic self which is so much of what i talk about and you know very much in alignment with what you're sharing there about we are creative by the fact that we are human beings with breath with thought processes with heart with connection And when somebody told you that you had to color inside the lines, (laughs) a little bit of yourself gets taken away and taken away and taken away, doesn't it? I remember going to um, an adult painting workshop a little while ago, a couple of years ago, where it was literally just having rolls of brown paper out and all of the walls were covered in plastic. And it was like, okay, now here you go. Here's some paints. You're going to paint. And everyone went, (gasps) oh. but I can't. And it's like, well, actually, what we're going to do is we're just going to throw some paint around. And it was just an allowance of your creative expression just to come out doesn't mean you have to get it right. I feel like so much of the challenge that we have is that idea of failure. And you talk around, um, you talk in the book about slaying your dragons, or at least facing your dragons. Why do we have such a problem with the idea of getting things wrong?
1: you know um a couple of things dear kate is um one is that um you're 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 exactly right i get the three questions i get all the time about about creativity is is um where first one is where's my where, where how do i find my creative voice um and i have to tell people you don't have to find it it's not hiding you didn't it's not in your other pants you didn't leave it somewhere and we have to use the right words because you're asking me about finding your creative your your, your create your creative voice is is it's not something to be found because it's it's buried and it's buried under all the fear and fear is fear is to me not to me now. This is a new idea that I've been playing with and writing about recently. That fear is the fear is the opposite of creativity, because you cannot be creative if you're living in fear. There are people who who have who have who work in very fancy uh, design agencies or marketing agencies or advertising agencies or whatever, known for their creativity, but they are shut down creatively and know that they can't bring their, 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 selves to the party, you know, and that's a shame. Um, But it's all, it's all fear-based. And part of it, part of it is because, so the, 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 the follow-up to this book, Feck Perfection, is a book that I was working on. It's at the publisher. Now it got shut down, not shut down. It got stymied because of a quarantine COVID and all this wonderful stuff that's going around the world. And um, it was called Hey Weirdo. And the reason it's called "Hey Weirdo" is because it's a it's a it's it, it is a deep dive into that one idea from Fact Perfection, which is the things that made you weird as a kid, make you great today. And the thing is, Kate, that creativity is weird. It is it is weird because it is um, anything unknown is weird. Anything outside of the normal is considered weird. And so therefore anything else outside of the unknown is to be questioned and is to be to be quite frankly even just feared um so um the 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 core of of creativity is your weirdness it's 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 your uh it's your i call it the four freedoms and this is this is a huge idea it's it's um fun play joy and love because first of all Fun is just life should be fun. That's why we're here. We're here to grow and learn and experience contrast and become the best versions of ourselves. And play is the creativity that you bring to work. Play is the creativity that you bring to cooking or to, to, to auto mechanic or to whatever you're doing. And those two things together help you experience some level of joy and share some level of joy. You know, if you can, if you can allow yourself to dance and allowing is huge. If you can allow yourself to dance and allow yourself to experience that and play, you can, you can one experience joy in yourself and then share it with someone else. You can just be dancing on the street corner, you know, by yourself and cars driving by. i go, that's fucking awesome. And the last part of it is love because that's all we want. We just want to be seen and we just want to be loved. And who who out here has that level of fun, is able to access that play, has joy in their life on a regular basis, and can fully give and receive love? It's so fucking hard because even love – you know, the joy and joy and love together is pleasure. We're not allowed to have that. Women are women around the world are shut down because because what's normal is the patriarchy and the patriarchy is afraid of women's power, afraid of their period, afraid of their vaginas and their breasts, afraid of their, their, their feminine energy. Because it's weird it's not normal <laughs> it's not allowed you know you're not allowed to be fully expressive of who, of who you are it's just like that is like oh no 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 no. you know and especially in dare i say you know some countries <laughs> you know so sorry for that little rant but mm. oh i've lost your voice
0: ah. <laughs> i'm here um I have my my button on mute because I live by the seaside and the seagulls are the size of pterodactyls. They're very loud. (laughs) So sometimes I just have to shut them out. Um, I just really want to thank you for bringing that up because I teach a movement practice called Koya. And Koya is about connecting into the feminine essence within the body. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we do in in Koya is to move our hips and get into that very feminine power and magic creativity that lives in the hips that lives in the sacral and you're right because what tends to happen particularly for women as you get to a certain point in your life you hit puberty you start getting all the curves is immediately it's like no 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 no, no. that's dangerous you can't be sensual yeah, You can't be looking in a certain way because you're going to attract the wrong kind of attention and that that gets put on you. So as a woman, you yeah. literally shrink yourself down and you fit into a mold of like, I can't be seen because to be seen is to be a bad thing. And I feel like everything that you're talking about here is so much of we have this as children. We have that connection to joy, yep. to play, to our imagination, to adventure. Like you remember being in the playground and being any kind of superhero that you ever wanted to be and with that comes all of these rich world, worlds of creativity and then we get told that no we have to you have to hit your exams you have to get your qualifications you have to be in a certain way to belong and that's a complete misnomer because in order to really belong is to celebrate our individuality and our uniqueness right and bring all of ourselves to the table yeah so I mean, you've got kids, right? Which is such a joy, but what mm-hmm. do you learn from them in terms of how you see them unabashedly just being creative yeah. humans?
1: Uh, I, I wanna talk about that, but also you know, the movement thing is really, that, that you teach that is really, is really fascinating because the, the interesting thing that most women go to, like, like there are you know, like women going to, the, going to the gym is such a masculine move. Right. Yoga and Pilates. Those are masculine. They're not feminine. There's no swaying hips. It's all angles. It's crazy. Right? It was
0: creative for men to be able to meditate.
1: <laughs> so I just think that's, you know, that, that it's fascinating. And, and uh, uh, to be a woman in this, you know, in this, in this world ever. <laughs> ever (laughs) is is uh, i just can't i can't imagine what you go through i really can't
0: well for me it's 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 a joy to be able to connect back into you know we are in a time where it is the rise of the feminine and no you know like everybody well most people are able to see that it's so needed and it's not about you know the the matriarchy taking over the world it's about compassion and creativity and flow and nurture and care so yeah it's 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 great for you to recognize that and I feel like joy is such a huge part of that Mm -hmm. and when we're able to access all parts of our body our sensuality our uniqueness and Mm -hmm. celebrate that we're all better for it aren't we yeah yeah
1: yeah. Um, so my kids, I have a, uh, my daughter, uh, my, my daughter, Nova and my son, Wyatt, um, he's, he's, uh, five and she's going to be three in, uh, in, um, two weeks. Um, and my, uh, 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 my wife and I have just, we, we've decided a while ago that we are just the safety bumpers. That's it. Because I found myself, we found ourselves walking behind them going, no, 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 no. And it's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. And and especially quarantine. Quarantine has been very interesting for my kids because they've never spent this much time together. Mm -hmm. And it's been really wonderful for both of them. Um, and it's been great for us because it used to be like, it used to be, we'd see them playing in the house or touching things or holding things or whatever. And we'd be like, Oh no, no, oh, no, uh, put the, you know, now it's just like, now it's like this. Oh no. Okay. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. Walking around the house with a spray bottle, spraying everything wet. And then she's following up with a mop. I'm like, okay, they're mopping the floor. Okay, that's what we're
0: doing. you got (laughs) well-trained.
1: They're they're hilarious. Um, My wife sent me a a video. I was working, um, we have a small studio that we rent so we can get some work done. And because we both live and work in the same place. And she sent me this video of my son. He had laid out all these pillows, on the floor behind the couch and he'd climbed up on the top of the couch. And he was like, Hey mom, look, and he doesn't just like jump down to his feet. He jumps like a paratrooper, like, like that, like ah, face down into this. And like, is, is he okay? Is he right? <laughs> is he moving? And you know what? Fuck it. You know, uh, uh, to see my, to see Nova, Nova, um, um, uh, my wife teaches dance and, and, and Nova likes to dance and she likes loud, loud, strong music and to see her, like to see how she just stands contraposto and stands like this and she's fierce. And I'm like, that's awesome. I uh, just, I don't know she's just, I'm not going to shut that down. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to shut it down. I mean. neither of them they both they both are their own my son is 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 me my son is super sensitive super sensitive a beautiful little soul but he's very sensitive um and nova is a fierce fucking queen and um i have to let them be the worst thing i could do is 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 change that is alter that somehow um you know i would like to we, we are hopefully a creative influence on them in that we they see us allowing ourselves to pursue the things that we love um um but yeah i don't want to i don't want to shut them down i uh i don't know how, you know nobody knows how to be a good parent you're just not taught it's just like it's the weirdest thing in the world i've been thinking about this lately i'm like we just kind of do it and we basically do it like You know, again, from the inner critic, from the ego, from the the bullshit we learned in the past and no matter what you do, you screw up anyway. So
0: (laughs) it's never going to be right in somebody's eyes. And like you say, it's always going to be a learning curve. And those kids, you know, it's it's, as long as they have care, which you sound like the most incredible parents to be able to let them be their own humans. Yeah. And so have so you said about in lockdown that you some of the restrictions have been taken off in terms of letting them just get on with being kids what have you noticed about that in terms of creativity that you can take out for other people which is about being more of your weird being more at play yeah
1: um one thing i started kate when the quarantine lockdown thing started will is i realized that i i'm um um i'm a teacher And first of all, I lost all of my income because uh, my income was based on me traveling and doing corporate workshops or me throwing events and having people come and study with me and all that got killed. So I was like, oh, okay. Thank you, universe. Let's go. Let's figure this out. And I started going online practically every day on Instagram live And for 40 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever I could, when when the kids were napping, whenever I could handle it, um, I'd get on and just talk to an audience and I'd get like, you know, 150, 300 people and just be the answer guy and talk and say, Hey, how are you doing? Hey, Brazil, what's going on? Hey, Japan. Hey, UK, like around the world, really, it was crazy. And, um, they would bring me questions and I would just try to answer them as, you know, as honestly and, and as, and as, and as, um, vulnerably as possible. Um, and one question that came up early, early was, uh, and often was about you know stress. How can, I, how can I create when I'm so stressed out? And well, you can't, but here's how you can handle stress. And I would, you know, so I've started developing and writing on these, on these ideas and coming up with all this new stuff. And I realized I like this. So how can I, how can I, how can I keep this going? and what it did is it it helped me um in a quick 7 weeks put together um um uh this online uh live weekly school that i'm doing now called uh, um the creative warrior and it's been amazing amazing this these these horny hungry hothead completely worthy souls that I'm working with on this, uh, um, on this, on this adventure. It's been so great. And it was all started because of, you know, because of the quarantine yeah. and me oh, trying to goodness. figure out how to make, a, how to make good out of this and, and, and telling other people, Hey, listen, if you're not making something new out of this dreadful experience, then, you know, what are you just hiding under the couch the whole time? You know,
0: mm-hmm. a lot of people I, lost their
1: jobs and a lot of, yeah. you
0: know, it's been tough. I mean, I I would honestly say this has been one of the most fertile periods in my business, because you don't have the distractions like yourself, you know, I do a lot of traveling around, I create events, I do workshops, I'm here, there, everywhere. And all of a sudden, you don't have that distraction. So you can be (laughs) with yourself that distraction like, of a career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is it's the traveling, it's the getting there, it's the working all of the things out and and suddenly you can be there of going hang on a minute, how can I be cuz you're kind of backed against the wall, are you? Aren't you? And like what else are you going to do? And for me I found that it was a really beautiful space to be able to go how can I best surf? how can I best serve with all of the tools and all of the knowledge and all of the connections and everything, that I, all the resources I've got available to me to be of service in this time for the people yeah. who need it the most, which is great. And it opens up so much, doesn't it? And yeah. so what I find really interesting here, because I actually, I'm, you know, I've been a coach, well, for many, many years, but in my business for about six. And I used to work in creative agency world. I was one of those dreaded suits. And what I would notice about, but I have a creative mind. And what I would notice about um, people who were paid to be creative is like you say, it's uh, you get put into boxes because when you get paid to be creative, it immediately limits you. So when that then comes out of a space, like you're saying, that people were in that place in lockdown going, shit, what the hell do I do now? Because my income's lost. Yeah. It actually allows you to open up and free yourself to be coming from coming back to a place of creating for the the sake of being creative. What have you noticed in your school since it's opened up about the people who are coming into this space that the world has shifted for them? What is it allowing them to unleash that they weren't able to before?
1: Um, I think there is a uh, I think overall what people are feeling is a is a um, it's kind of a shit or get off the pot time it's like oh i got to do this now or it's not going to you know if i can't do this now i can't do it um, there's a bunch there're a lot of people who have been made redundant there's a lot of people who um, who realize and possibly just through you know through being followers of me have realized that 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 like you said before this is a great time to figure out how to use your voice to figure out how to use your voice and another word that you use that I love, you know, in order to, in order to, 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 to make something for yourself, cause make you know, making yourself happy first is important, but also to serve others. You know, how do we do that?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's it's, it's, it's,
1: it's a, it's a, you know, it, it's, I don't want to say, you know, our, our, you know, it's been a, you know, it's, it's been a lovely quarantine. Cause it's not, it's dreadful. It's hard. It's hard on my family. It's hard on relationships. It's, you know, it's, it's a difficult time. Um, um, but I think, you know, difficult times are, uh, a, a are, are a purposeful challenge to us. Yeah. And, and that,
0: that being tested, I wanted to give voice to that because you talk about that in the book and you talk about your dad um, in that your dad suffers with Parkinson's. And yeah. and I also, my dad had Parkinson's. He had He was diagnosed when I was 16. And throughout that time, there's been a lot, you know, I always used to think like pre that I had a really cushy life everything was handed out so mm-hmm. it seemed so simple but actually I find that having been through that experience and I lost both my mum and dad within two years of each other mm-hmm. some of I I credit that as being the biggest gifts I could ever have had those biggest challenges have been the biggest gifts mm-hmm. because they've really allowed me one to take off the rose-colored glasses and actually go hang on a minute there is more to this life and and like you say with your dad my dad's like one of the bravest the strongest and still to this day I credit him as being such and so through all of those experiences have really allowed me to like turn on the light and go what am I here with the short period of time that we've got to be a the fully fledged version of myself that I could be and actually to begin with it was about making them proud and then it was like they were proud, like that's done. How do I make myself proud? And out of those challenges is everything that I do now and continue Mm -hmm. to do. So how do we take some of this most testing time and rather than go into victim mode, take it as the strength that it is?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, the victim thing is, it's, you know, the victim thing is funny, because it's just an easy go to. For for quite frankly, most it's people.
0: kind of lazy, isn't it? In some ways, oh, it's super
1: lazy. Well, it's it's not 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 that it's lazy. It's more than it's um, it's a default. It's a it's an unconscious thing. It's not it's not being conscious about um, about your life. It's not consciously creating your life. Um, um, but you know, kind of for me, it's just understanding that you know that everything is a test. Like right now, I'm going through something in my life. I've been going through something in my life for the last couple of years, and it's been it's been really, really. It's the, I can't I can't share what I'm what's what's happening, but it's been it's I'm facing all of my fears, every fucking fear that a man can have. And, um, and I have to understand that, that it's all a test and it all has a purpose. And at the, on the other side of this, cause I'm, I'm, I'm in a deep, deep state of, uh, of, of grief kind of constantly. And I have to understand that, I mean, and if, if I don't understand that it's, it's, that it's a test and if I don't understand that, 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 that grief is just going to become a beautiful part of me and out of it will come something even more wonderful and even more loving um if i can't understand that and i can't see it as a test then i will fucking kill myself mm-hmm. you know people on people on instagram live they're like how do you stay so positive how do you stay so because i'm still on i still get on like you know almost every day and people are like how do you stay so positive and so full of energy and i'm like you know what i have a choice i have a choice and the other side of that choice is <laughs> not good <laughs> it is not cool. So I have, yeah. you know, I have to keep going. Yeah. And I'd love yeah. to say, I- cause I don't have a choice. No, I have a choice, but I, but the others, sp- you know, the-, the, the, the other options are not groovy.
0: Yeah. I would say it's like, um, you know, in the matrix, you want to take the red pill or the blue pill. Yeah. Every time there is. And sometimes when that choice can seem like the right thing, but it's going to take you down a path or it might be, somewhere we go to because that's where our energy is going to take us there's always the other path to take so i and i really recognize that in what you're saying and thank you so much for sharing that so vulnerably because i think it's so important for people to hear that yeah there's always like really shitty times there's really shitty times and yet we can make such magic out of those as well because we have to because like you say otherwise what are you gonna do what are you gonna do Let's um, talk about something which I love to talk about, which is about beginning before you're ready. <laughs> you know, I would talk about this all the time. Like when I'm working with my clients, when I'm working in my group programs, it's like we don't have all the answers. Nobody does. And if you're waiting for the right, the perfect time to get things started, it's never going to happen. Yeah. That's procrastination, yeah. right? Yeah. So how do you help people? What is, what's your... What's your viewpoint around beginning before you're
1: ready? Um, yeah, the beginning before you're ready is is a funny thing because you know you, you know like you said you're never going to be ready. You're always waiting to pay off your loans or lose a few pounds or this or that. And you know again like you said it's it's procrastination and it's also it's also the again another form of you know the pursuit of perfection. You know when it's perfect. Um, um, but just to get people to understand that 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 nobody's ever ready. Uh, every gallery opening the paint is still wet and the biggest thing for me is that to get people to understand that the reason they do one of the big reasons they do that is because what everybody else is going to think and I'm like nobody fucking cares I got news for you nobody fucking cares we do these workshops uh, um, at our place here uh, and and we do um, a lot of things that really puts people out of their, well, we, you know, what you call that, that comfort zone. I hate those words, but the comfort zone thing, like we do object and we do improv and we do um, some dance and movement things. And, you know, when they do the especially the dance and movement thing is like, we have people close their eyes. So they're really not looking at each other. And um, we say, hey, by the way, you know, we have you close your eyes so you understand that you know, no one's looking at you and you're not looking at anybody else. You're not, no one's judging anything. This is a safe space. And quite frankly, if, you, if somebody is looking at you, they're worried about what their own shit is. <laughs> they're not thinking about you. <laughs> they're like, How am I, why am I so uncomfortable? Why can't I move my body? Right? Um, but just to get people to understand, but like, listen, everybody's fighting their own thing. Everybody's fighting their own thing, and this is just another form of you not, not, not manifesting, not creating what you desire, what you what you desire and want and need. So, if you can figure out how to get over these obstacles, stop throwing those roadblocks. You know, you know, we 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 move through life with that quiver of roadblocks, throwing them in front of ourselves. And what happens is is because of that, we all have these lofty, beautiful beautiful visions of the future that we want to get to but because of we throw keep throwing roadblocks in front of us we basically settle for lesser goals because it's easy like well i can't guess i can't you know i like the the this this creative warrior um school that i've got right now we've got a private facebook group page and it's a safe space and people have been oh my god it's been so moving kate the stuff that they're sending in and one guy who i've known for a couple years he's, he's he's followed and um he's 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 becoming very strong but but he still has a lot he still has got a long way to go and he sends in this 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 video he sent in a couple of videos of him getting off the night shift at a lumber yard which is what his job is right and he's like being super honest about how difficult all this stuff is and 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 i and i i I texted him today and i said hey give me a call because i want to talk to you for 10 minutes because Everything that he's confessing, he doesn't understand that the one thing that he's confessing is, I don't want to face myself. Mm. I there there are truths in me that I'm afraid of, and I'm like, well, you know, this is the way. The obstacle is the way.
0: It's, 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 fa- it's
1: fascinating. Yeah, that's yeah. The, exactly his dragons. His you know his ego. His ego. His ego wants to be you. You know this. This is this is this is fascinating. You know this. So the ego. Is, is all those inner critics. It's all the, those those pre-recorded voices we've picked up over our lives. And the ego wants to be in charge. But the ego is a dick, right? The ego is, is it wants to keep you safe. It has a purpose. It has a purpose to keep you safe, but it keeps you small and it keeps you from risk and it keeps you poor because it te- keeps you from taking chances, right? And, and what happens is when we feel something that feels right, We feel it in our body
0: Mm.
1: and we have to learn to listen to our body because the the ego doesn't want the body to be in charge because the body never lies. The ego lies all the fucking time. So he's just way stuck in his ego. Like there's a, I give him a, I give him an assignment to, 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 to describe that beautiful, that beautiful future. Describe where you are five years from now and tell me this life that you're living and tell me about you on stage at TED and tell me about the tears in the audience and tell me about the work that you've created, right? And they, 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 they find it really hard to do that. I'm like, oh my God, it's like masturbation. Can't you like fantasize? <laughs> it's so crazy that they're, yeah. they're so stuck. They're so stuck in their heads. Um, and I just find it really fascinating. But the body, the body doesn't lie.
0: No, and I think that's why in some ways for women, with things like Koya we have access to that like everything everything came alive for me when I connected in with my body when I dropped the six inches from my head into my heart and went oh wow that that sensation I'm getting in my hips when it moves up through my body rather than down from my mind into my body yeah it was like literally like it unlocked the essence of who I was. I okay. I can, there's a pre-coir and there's a post-coir and it was like, yeah, the body never lies. The body has got all of this incredible wisdom. Yes. And so it, regardless of whether you're a man, woman, however you identify, if you can move your body, if you can be in your body, if you can connect to those kind of visions, what I call expansion, stepping into your expansion, and feel it feel that alchemy bubbling through your whole being mm-hmm. to be energetically shifting into that space you talk about vibrational theory i bloody love this you know this is we're all talking the same kind of language is creating the moment of the future in the present by putting it into the body isn't it mm-hmm. so with somebody who might be really stuck about that because it is logic thinking i can't think my way out of that how so you've talked about dancing and and in your workshops if somebody was on the other side of a screen to you asking this question on instagram live or in your group like how do you get them to do that
1: um uh we start with breath (laughs) Mm. Because, you know, the breath, the breath is, the breath is, the breath is everything. Um, and it's funny because one, uh, so I've got some videos that I have to record this afternoon um, for, for this class. And uh, I, I rarely try, I rarely quote other people. Like there's very few quotes of other people in fact, perfection. I just wanted it to kind of be my voice and not say, well, you know. <sighs>
0: Apart from your mom's. Hen- yes, my I, mom. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My mom. Uh, you know, Henry Ford said this, and then somebody else said this, and don't forget about you know Ovid and Socrates. And um, but um, Einstein said that you know he said that imagination is more important than knowledge. And the thinking behind that is that if you're, especially like creating your future or um, uh, these these big ideas you're talking about, we're we're talking about if you're. Um, If you're only coming from your knowledge, it's going to be extremely limited because your imagination can take you anywhere, but your knowledge is going to is is already has limitations to it. You know, Um, so getting people to getting people to kind of um, getting to free people up. There's an assignment that I gave in the first class that was just like they're on fire. Some people are like, I can't do it, which is fascinating. And I want to kind of call these people out and kind of bring them closer somehow so I can talk to them. Um, but, um, um, other people have just been set on fire and it's something that I, that, that I've been slowly building over the years. And I, uh, cause I've always done it for myself and, um, our house is all full of you know notes to self everywhere and notes to each other everywhere. And it is, um, I say, okay, this is what I, here's what I want. I want you to make a, you know, five by seven, whatever, whatever shape, whatever, it doesn't matter. You making it a little, a small little note and on it, I want you to write the most kind and compassionate and loving and empowering words that you never heard from your parents. What, what words could you have gotten at 10 years old that would have changed the direction of your life? And people are being so honest and so vulnerable about this stuff. And, and I constantly reminding them and say, listen, you know, this is not an intellectual process. Feel it in your body. Relax into that. And then stand up every morning and every night before you go to bed every morning and look at that mirror, look at that in the mirror and stand up and say it, look at yourself in the eye and say it out loud and say it out loud until you believe it. And people are like crying. I'm almost crying now. I just thinking. I feel can... really emotional
0: <laughs> because it is that it's a connection of, you know, the heart is the biggest electromagnetic organ that we have in the body. And yeah. it's transmitting all of that power and everything is love, right?
1: Have you heard about all these these these, these, these tests and all the scientifically proven stuff about the, 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 the aura of the heart and the energy that it sends out?
0: Jesus. Share some more. Share some more. Come on. I love this shit. <laughs> it's fascinating. It's it fascinating. is.
1: And it's just like, it's, 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 so I, I have a, I have, um, I have a, th- uh, the funny story. I have a therapist that I work with. I have a shaman a mystic who has helped me tremendously um but i have a therapist i work with and my therapist is a horse and so i go every week i go to this 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 small ranch and i work with rumor and horses communicate energetically they don't read your mind and when you see most horse trainers they've got a long stick and a little you know long and that's just fear that's how you get it that's how you scare a horse into walk oh look I'll make him walk backwards look i'll make him walk in a circle he's just he's fucking checked out and he's afraid right this these horses are these horses are free and they are um, they are um, um, they're they're just horses and horses communicate through energy so I will be um, I was on rumor and we were going for a, a small ride and I have to be I have to, my, the hardest thing for me to do with rumor is to be in a ring with him and stand there and understand that me just being there with no task to do, I'm not, I'm not there to brush him or anything, just stand there and be worthy. And it's the hardest fucking thing in the world to be conscious and worthy. And I was riding him, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was on his back and we were riding and my mind just went to shit. I just went, I was like, I was like, Oh, this is great. And then the rhythmic, you know, talk about movement, the rhythmic and the, the, the movement of the horses just and in and my mind, went to someplace bad and rumor stopped. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: it's fucking fascinating.
0: They cut straight through the BS. They don't, don't they? they don't lie.
1: They don't judge.
0: No. He's
1: rumor was just like, Oh, you're not with me now. Okay. Yeah. Are we wait.
0: And it is that that's so in tune, isn't it? I mean, I, I have this with llamas, right? So llamas are used a lot in therapy for the same kind of reason. Mm-hmm. I've got a love affair with llamas, double L love affair with llamas <laughs> and have spent time with them. And they're used with, in therapy with children who cannot communicate because they are just exactly as you're saying, there's like this telepathic energy they have that allow us to be able to communicate more beyond words. Yeah, And it's funny you said about horses because um, I was hosting my online well-being event a couple of weeks ago and we had a, a lady came in and helped us through a spirit guide meditation and who came into my field but a white horse. A white horse was my spirit guide and a troll but the white horse, he was there and he was just, like you say, just to be present and i think it's that slowing i think i feel it's that slowing down thing that allows us to be present and come into our soul voice that is beyond the ego and when we slow down and we listen and we connect in that's when we can get to the more of the essence of who we really are yeah. and what we're here to create and share
1: and my my role with my children is to to be conscious and present with them and to 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 you know shower them and fill them with, with love Um, at, you know, at, at, at all points, even, you know, in, in where you would, where you would generally go to for, for, you know, discipline. It's like, nope, they don't need discipline. They don't need discipline. They haven't done wrong. They don't know wrong. They don't know wrong. They just did.
0: Yeah.
1: We teach them wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We teach them to color in the lines because we're putting those containers on them yeah. in a way that we feel like they, you know, we, we, no. we're we taught that they should be.
1: Yeah, or we teach them fear. And I don't want my, you know, I was afraid of my parents. I don't want to be afraid of.
0: Them. No. I
1: don't want my children afraid of me.
0: We live in such a world of fear. And I feel like this is like a really great place to I could talk to you for hours. I really could. (laughs) I feel like this is a great place to circle into is that that connection to being present and conscious is so much of what we need, each of us and collectively, as we come into this next phase of whatever it is, this test that we've all been brought into this world to work with, right? Coming out of lockdown, we've got Black Lives Matter. All of the constructs are literally breaking down around us. Yeah what words of wisdom can will you leave for the practical magic listeners about that tuning into self being conscious coming into presence coming into breath that's going to help to remind us each and every day to do just that
1: you know i think i think the biggest thing is to uh, and we've, we've touched on it in different ways is is to understand that Everything that we that everything that we you know the world is the world is going in this direction. I mean, across the globe, horrible political leaders, horrible um, the, the 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 racism that's coming out that um, that's always been there. Um, all these levels of just like things that we're looking around, going, wait a minute. Um, I think the opposite of that, and I think what everybody really needs and everybody really wants, I think we have to understand that we're fucking worthy of, because that's the thing. That's the thing. We don't feel that we're worthy of anything better, and we are. We, 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 all wanna be, we all wanna be seen and be loved, but in order to be loved, we have to learn self-love. We have to learn self-compassion. And that's, that's really hard. I mean, I do, I've got coaching clients and, and I bring up self-love and they're like, what's that? <laughs> Which is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. But I think We have to understand that we're worthy of, you know, the change that the, the, the change that we want, we're worthy of that. And that's, it's a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow for people.
0: Yeah. Thank you. such a gorgeous way to uh, bring this around full circle. I'm going to be putting all of the links to your glorious self and all of your books and the program on the show notes but can you share just briefly about a bit more about Creative Warrior the mentorship program Mm. with the listeners and what's in there, what they can expect? Because I know there are going to be people who want to find out more about this.
1: Oh, it is, uh, Kate. It is so groovy. It is like it's the best thing I've ever done. It Sounds really, like a great party. Yeah, well, it is. It is. You know, and I tell, I tell, I tell my warriors all the time. I say, listen, I, I will set the table. You guys have to bring the party, right? Um, it is a, it is a live weekly um, class each month is a, is on a theme. So the, the month we're working on right now is on the voice and, and understanding that each theme is broken into four weeks, which the first week is, uh, the mindset. So the first week I just talked all about everything I knew and everything I could share about, um, understanding your voice, where it is, how to, how to share it. Um, the second week is, um, after mindset, is, second week is uh, professional practices, like how to put it in your work, how to put it in your life, how to use your voice, and some skills and techniques. Um, the third week is homework. So I give them a project that they have to do based on, based on their voice. And it's not, the homework isn't overwhelming, but it's always surprising. <laughs> it's not what they expect. Uh, and then the fourth week is a, is a, um, uh, um, a recap and a, an hour-long Q&A. So they get complete access to me and we, you know, I go through all their questions. Um, And what I'm, what I'm, what I'm seeking in, in the people who come is, is complete transformation. You know, I've got six months planned out. So the first month is voice and the second month is going to be awesome because it's all about fear. (laughs) Um, And um but depending on the the give and take depending on the the you know the people who want to come it's going because there's so much back and forth it's you know they're gonna they're they're in charge they're in charge of the direction like oh okay i think we should take that month from month five and i think we should do it right after fear because that makes sense to you guys is that cool like i think um um It is, it is, um, the culmination of me being, um, me being a teacher, it's a, it's, it's, it's me uh, coming off of effect perfection and working through, um, um, Hey Weirdo, which is, which is owning your personal authority, which is the, which is the core of that, that book was that your weirdness is your personal authority and your, your superpower. I mean, you, you completely understand that. Um, so, yeah, no, the Creative Warrior is a is a hell of a project and I'm, I'm very excited about it. And we, we record every class. So even if you miss one, you can go back and uh, it's on a private site and you can w- review it and watch it again and again. I shoot at 10 o'clock here in the States uh, in the morning because I know I have a big following in the UK and in Europe. Uh, and we do. We have a lot of a lot of folks from there, actually folks from all around the world, because they even, even, even through on the Facebook group, they can, they can write in questions on the Facebook group and we collect the questions there and we can answer them. So, um, you know, we kind of thought of everything it's been really super. And we even have a, our own Spotify channel. So people
0: got to have a playlist.
1: Yeah. They, we got a playlist. So we, we got two songs that play in the beginning every time. And I am like, that one was coming in from, uh, <laughs> Beatrix in the UK. Thank you, darling. DJ Victoria. That was, that was the that was the Beastie Boys. <laughs> thank you for thank you, Brian Gay from Canada. You know, it was so, it's so it's so it's really great. It's a it's a really tight knit group of of people who are really hungry for transformation. They they're not. It's not a flippant, you know, um, learn how to learn how to use a pen kind of kind of class. It's 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 it's, um, and you probably know this better than I like people come to me for professional reasons professional you know uh, i i um i'm i want to keep my workers happy i want uh i'm losing people uh where you know they they basically have all these concerns professionally and it always comes down to you cannot be a better creator or a better contributor to this planet unless you learn to become a better version of you
0: yeah yeah, it has to start from there, right? We it are heart. We start. It we're here. We're yeah. human.
1: It has and to. And
0: uh, yeah, the only way that we can do that and connect with each other is to be human with each other and, from and, a and, place and, of yeah. love.
1: And what what everybody is, what everybody, when people do complain or you know, or, or kind of kvetch about the their, their, their the assignments and the work in the creative warrior, the only thing they're saying again and again and again is, I am afraid to look inside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, baby, that's where the good stuff is. So let's go. This is
0: the journey. Let's do it. <laughs> Sounds it's amazing. Be,
1: this is messy, but it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we're going to go through all the weird places. Now, listen, just so if anybody does want to find out about it and they don't want to go off to a website and find out more, tell me the website address so that they can find it. Jamesvictoria.com.
1: It's just jamesvictoria.com. It's the homepage. This the landing page of my, of, of my, my site now amazing so easy peasy everything is at jamesvictoria.com um um the 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 other pages are not built out right now so there's like the coaching thing and effect perfection and stuff that are, are um um they can be found through there but you got you know you got to go all the way to the bottom of the page but the creative warrior is what i'm focusing on right now
0: yeah great well thank you so much for taking your time and spending it with me di- live and direct into the uk And beaming out across the world to the Practical Magic listeners too. It's just been a marvel. I could talk to you for, I feel like we could have our own series, but we both got things we need to get doing. (laughs) So thank you so much for coming on, James. It's been
1: very lovely and um, um, I appreciate your, your kindness. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Practical Magic podcast this week with me, Kate Taylor. If you do enjoy the shows, do head on over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button. That means that every time there's fresh practical magic content, it will get delivered straight to your devices. You do not need to do a thing. And if you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other previous episodes, do head over to iTunes, hit the old star ratings and maybe leave a little comment as well. It really helps to connect to other listeners out there who are in for a big, bold, beautiful life.